So coming together again as a Sangha on this beautiful morning. Just noticing the, the full moon as I, I walked up for the chanting first thing. So today is the, the full moon day, which is a very auspicious day for practice in the, the Buddhist tradition. So arriving this start of this day of practice together. And allowing what's gone before to fall away. The activity of getting up the morning, the yogi jobs, getting to the hall. So allowing the previous moments to fall away. The memories of how how it was in the last sitting. Be there expectations or plans around how it's going to be this morning. So maybe rather than beginning again to do something seeing what is there that I'm doing right now that I can let go of. And letting yourself come to to rest. earth element on the earth element. Just giving giving the earth back to the earth. Allowing that to hold you. water element that's inside the body, same as the water element that's outside. The mist that rose from the earth and is now moisture in the in the sky. And the space space element in the body and the space outside giving it giving it back
and letting letting the breath breathe you. Just experiencing being breathed. giving over the reins to mindfulness, to these, these faculties of mindfulness, of trust or faith. Trusting the earth to hold you. Trusting to this moment. And this quality of persistence or perseverance, this quiet courage that is willing to meet each arising moment. And samadhi, the gathering, collecting of the mind. returning again and again to just this breath simplification that emerges by itself as we allow things to fall away. And this wisdom or panya, this knowing before conceptual thought, that discerns things just as they are. So just noticing what's present now as you let yourself be breathed.
And as you let yourself be breathed, noticing the quality that's present in the mind right now. So is one of these hindrances around. Is there perhaps um, some aversion, some sense of wanting, a dullness, a little doubting, a little restlessness, or not. Just so being aware of the lens through which experience is being filtered just now. not to make it go away, but just to recognize what's here. Recognizing if doubt is present. Allowing whatever's present. Making, giving full permission for whatever's here to be here, not adding aversion. Recognizing this is just a process in nature. And investigating with mindfulness. So bringing mindfulness to the whole experience. If doubt is present, then doubt is like this. Noticing what's present if it grows and what's present if it subsides. And noticing moments when it's not present. So there's any any filter that's hindering the clarity of the mind becomes just another thing that you notice in the field of awareness. One object in the total field of your vision rather than the lens through which it's all seen.
And the same with other mind states that may be arising. So there may be happiness, interest or calm. We're just knowing what's here as it's here. knowing it as it subsides. Calmly knowing change, one breath at a time. Continuing to do this now by ourselves in silence.
Do you have any questions about your practice this morning? Maybe first people who haven't asked a question before. <laughs> is ego a layer on top of self or is it a part of self? Mm. <laughs> Words are such tricky things, aren't they? <laughs> so we you know, we have ego in the in the kind of Western psychological sense, don't we, of the kind of uh self structure that um that we need and we, we develop we need in order to function in the world and um, is it a layer on top of the self can you, can you tell me a little bit more about yeah, what, what's the question if there is no Yeah, I, I didn't say that there's... there's to answer this. Mm-hmm. So we, d- we tend to think of the ego as being um, that which we, we use to protect and defend um, this, this experience of self that we all have, which as I was saying is, you know, it's, it's, it's with us all until... Um, to the very to a really ultimate stage of liberation, and um, we we need even even the Buddha, you know, uh, as a liberated being, he functioned in the world, he manifested in the world as an ego, you know, in order to to interact and condition reality, this ego manifests. So it's not it's not that there is. Is no such thing. It's just that we we're not um, trapped within the confines of it. We don't take ourselves this to be the totality of what we are anymore. But these things like words, uh, self and ego, you know, they, these are just words that come from different different cultures and different contexts. So it's difficult to to map them onto each other sometimes with precision. And so the, the invitation in our practice is just to to keep exploring what is this sense of self that's arising. You know, um, what is it? Uh, how much how much uh, solidity, ultimate reality, can I ascribe to it? Where does it where does it start creating problems for me for other people? But it, um, you know, it's not. Uh, 
on that level you can say everything the, the whole world is an illusion right here but we're still we're all we're all here you know so it's not so much that it's not it's not there it's just that our, our way of seeing it is is obstructed this is a tricky question Laura uh. <laughs> So did did everyone hear that? No. So she's saying that she found herself becoming very restless towards the end of the sit and she wasn't quite sure how to handle it and she began to imagine herself bouncing around the room and that seemed to help. And is this this a good way to practice with it or not? (laughs) And... uh, what what comes to my mind is how you know, when when we do the the movements in qigong and things you know, an instruction often is if if a movement is something that you can't do that actually you get the energetic benefits of doing it simply by visualizing it and the way that you know athletes um can can train for an event by by visualizing it in advance or if you're sitting on an airplane you can actually exercise your body by imagining yourself doing movements so it seems like that's kind of what what the mind was doing and perhaps you know i'm i'm not sure that you should always do that when you're feeling restless but it sounds like quite a a helpful thing to do actually which i might even try myself sometime <laughs> it's like because there's a lot of energy in the body that that needs discharging and actually that 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 maybe you know has a calming effect on the nervous system just to allow to be allowing that energy to flow so you're not actually fighting the restlessness trying to you know make make yourself feel still when you don't feel still but just so <laughs> yeah. So I appreciated what you said last night about you can't let go of something that you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the need to pull it close mm-hmm. and be intimate with it. Mm-hmm. So that takes me into wise reflection. But I realize I have difficulty. So, the question is about um, the the line between wise reflection and discursive thinking, and particularly um, when um, this this thing I was talking about last night of uh, that we can't really let go of something until we till we know what it is we're holding on to, till we've let it actually in and to and to touch us and then when we do that um you know we we often it, it's something that calls for some reflection some some attention i think for me the the 
the test between, you know, is this um, discursive thinking that's just getting me caught up in more discursive thinking and when it's rise reflection is what is the effect of this contemplation or this thinking that I'm doing? Uh, is, is, it, um, is it causing more agitation, more stress, more confusion? Or is it actually um, penetrating, seeing, seeing some dimension of the problem in a, in a different way, in a new way? And the thinking that arises from a mind that is quite still and quite quiet um, will tend more towards to, to being the latter kind. So it's, it's partly, partly thinking about it without an agenda of, I want an outcome from this, I want, I want to get rid of it. It's like if I'm really open to, to really uh, just investigating what's here without, without having an agenda of fixing it or... Uh, needing needing the my findings <laughs> to to come to a certain conclusion um, yeah often that is a much more um constructive productive way of reflecting on a problem does that make sense uh. I think so. Uh-huh. So I think what, what I think uh one of the things I said last night was that the thing ultimately the thing that we let go of is the holding on. You know, so we um the the effort is to the effort the effort is actually the effort to stop doing what we're doing the effort to stop holding on to something this is this is this is the effort that's involved in letting go and and the effort to to remember to remember um remember that holding on is 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 what sticks us there It's <laughs> this is a paradox. <laughs> it is a it is a paradox. Um, something came to mind that was quite insightful, and now it's vanished again. <laughs> So, you know, 
if you can let if you if you can just let go then you can just let go sometimes sometimes you know we're not ready to let go yet and that's when that's when the investigation has to come in but if you if you if it goes without investigation then let it go <laughs> yeah so okay we i need to just um give you a couple of announcements so um, tomorrow, as you may be aware, or you may have totally merged with the timeless dimension by now, but t- tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and um, there'll be a special, many of you who've been here before for Thanksgiving will know that there's a, a special meal is prepared uh, tomorrow at lunchtime, and there's an invitation to, um, if you want to, to help decorate uh, the tables in the dining hall by... Um, gathering any small, simple items from nature um, that you would like to to decorate the dining tables with. So you won't, unless that's your yogi job, you won't actually be decorating the dining tables, but anything you'd like to offer towards the decorating of the dining tables. There'll be some boxes in front of the dining hall today, and if you find anything that you think would be um, a beautiful thing to put on the table, then you can leave it there, please. And then also just sort of a reminder that, you know, we're, we're deep in the middle of the retreat now and um, a lot of people's experience is, is really uh, deepening and becoming quite quiet and internal. And especially with the energy of Thanksgiving coming tomorrow and maybe a little excitement, it's just a real encouragement to stay within yourself, to um, con- contain yourself and also to respect the space of other people and not encroach on their space so sometimes we feel this kind of draw towards engaging with people or engaging energetically and just uh, refraining from doing that so really allowing allowing people to have their their space their energetic space okay that's all so um wish you a very good day of practice Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.